What is up, everybody? Welcome to this brand new segment of the On The Come Down podcast called Tired Minds. Um, this is going to be kind of a specialty series, um, and it's just going to be me, um, no producer behind the desk. So it's going to be a little lower energy um, just so that we can get into some more serious topics, um, more towards the vibe of like the me, myself, and I uh, episode, if you listen to that one. Um, yeah, I don't know how often I'm going to be putting these out, hopefully regularly, but I also um, you know, don't want to pressure myself to have like these deep convos all the time. If I, you know, I, I want to, if I come up with something that's, uh, I feel like comes into my life and it's a new concept or um, just something that's been on my mind, I want to be able to share it with you guys. Um, but also I want to leave room for some new segments that um, we're currently working on and that we might be working on in the future. But hopefully I'll be um, putting a lot of these out because I really enjoyed recording it. Um, I do say this in the episode a lot, but I want to uh, re uh, reiterate it. This is by no means me. The things I talk about are no means me saying like I have all the answers um, because I don't. And I know that everybody thinks differently. So some of these things might not resonate with you the way that they resonated with me. And that's totally fine. Um, these are just concepts and just like little things that I learned about and like ways of thinking that were brought into my life like in the past couple days and I thought they were really interesting and how I kind of work through those is just talking about them out loud so I I wanted to share them and if you resonate with them great um, if you don't that's totally fine because everybody else has a, you know their own way of thinking um, but I still thought that they were worth sharing um, the name Tired Minds comes from the fact that I'm doing it in the morning. So you're probably going to hear a little bit of the tiredness in my voice. Um, but I think that, you know, that's part of the fun of it. And also some of the things that I may be talking about are, you know, can be stressors or anxiety or, you know, these things that once again, kind of based on the me, myself and I episode, um, you know, they take a toll on our minds. So I I thought that it was a cool kind of double meaning, um, and that's that's where that name came from. Um, last thing before we get into the episode is I realized that for the past two episodes since I got this new mic, there's been an audio problem that was just brought to my attention by my editor. Um, you guys, if you were listening to them through headphones, can only hear it through your left ear. And that was just because I didn't have the correct settings on. And like I said, it wasn't brought to my attention because it wasn't doing it on my end, but it's doing it on your guys' end. Um, so the rest of this episode is going to be like that. And I apologize for that. Um, but I didn't want to re-record the whole thing because I felt like it would be less authentic. And I really liked how this episode came out. So just so you know, um, from now on, that problem is fixed. I appreciate you guys powering through and still listening to it. Um, yeah, so just this is the last episode that that's going to be a problem. Um, and if you listen to it through speakers, it shouldn't be a problem, but I get that a lot of you use headphones. So I just wanted to clear that up and let you guys know that 
it's fixed and we're working on it and I appreciate you guys. Um, so without further ado, please enjoy this episode. Alrighty guys, um, we are rocking a Monday morning right now. Um, got up early this morning, went to the gym. Uh, I'm currently rocking my uh, peppermint mocha for the coffee. Usually I'm just a uh, a uh, regular Folgers type of guy, but sometimes I like to splurge, um, go to Starbucks, and we went with peppermint mocha because, guys, there's snow on the ground, or at least if you're in the north, if you're listening from anywhere else, probably not snow. But uh, that means tis the season, and we, we, we go away from the pumpkin spice lattes, we move into the peppermint mochas of the world. But don't you worry, I still have the pumpkin spice latte candle lit right next to me. So we're getting both aromas, still hanging on to spooky season, while moving on to tis the season. Um, this week, uh, I just been had, had a couple things um, that I've kind of been uh, just thinking about and um, thought that they would be, that they would be decent to share. Um, so... First off, I, growing up, I never really appreciated the, um, the, like, kind of the school, like, school in the fact of every day you do the same thing, right? You wake up, you go to school, class starts 7.30, you get home from school, gets off at 2 o'clock, maybe you have a sport, maybe you have, you know, for me it was theater, or you have an ac- extracurricular activity, and you kind of have this rhythm and you have this schedule, right? That's the word I was looking for. Um, and then same kind of thing, uh, once I got to college and everything. And this year, um, starting this fall, I haven't been in school. And so I have a, uh, you know, I have work and I work, you know, four times a week. And so on those days I kind of have a schedule, but I felt like I was kind of wasting the days away. I was just kind of sleeping and then, um, and maybe this is just me, but I don't, if I sleep past like 10, 30, 11 o'clock, even sometimes 10 o'clock, I feel like I've wasted so much of my day, right? Um, I just feel like I haven't been productive enough. And I'm I'm not a morning person in the sense of like I can get up early, but definitely a morning person of like once I'm up, I'm very productive in the mornings. Um, and I just started to notice that like obviously uh, – you know, this is kind of the season changes definitely have an effect on um, on just the mental capacity and the mental health aspect. And, um, you know, I know it it can it can be a downer sometimes. Um, and so I found that getting into my rhythm that I'm in now, um, I I've been getting up super early and going to the gym um, with a buddy of mine, get up at 5 a.m. every morning. Um, at about 5.30, I leave, about a 20-minute walk to campus, uh, go to the gym, and uh, get home around 7.30. And then by like 8, 8.30, uh, you know, I'm, I'm showered, I'm, I've had breakfast, I've already got my workout in, and I just have so much time to do stuff. And um, especially, once again, like for me, I love the feeling of being up before like the rest of the world is up and it kind of sounds like a cliche business Instagram account, but I definitely 
like the idea of like, oh, I can get this work done. And it, all my roommates currently, as I'm recording this, it's 920, you know, only one of them is probably up. I think he's gone to work by now, but the other four are still fast asleep in their beds. And so there's just something about being up early that I feel is um, refreshing. And I think that it just, I feel so accomplished. But even if you're, let's say you're a night owl, right? I feel like if you're a night owl and you know you're probably going to be up till midnight, one o'clock, maybe at 10 o'clock every night, you're like, or 11 o'clock, you know, on the weeknights, you're like, okay, this is my get stuff done time from like 11 to one. And that's kind of what I've made my mornings is from about, you know, 830 to like 10 is kind of my get stuff done that I need to get done for um, the day, the week, the month, just like if that just means I need to clean my room, if that just means I need to get organized or, you know, for this, I wanted to record a podcast. I was listening to this week's podcast to edit it and, um, well, Gates edited it and I just, you know, I listened through it um, to just kind of double check. But I I have found that this it, getting in this routine has just cleared my mind so much and it it really lifts the spirits um in a lot of ways especially right now i mean it gets gets dark at like five o'clock um you know i feel like feels like 11 o'clock at night and i'm like oh it's six o'clock i haven't even eaten dinner yet i forgot about that um and so there's something about being up when for me there's something about being up when the sun rises that just really makes me feel like i get a full day's Full, full day's um, use because I don't know there's sometimes where it's you know five o'clock and it's dark out and there's I I have noticed that there's a like a correlation between it getting darker out sooner and just like me kind of slouching into that that mood um, kind of like if you wake up and you know let's say like it's a Sunday and it's raining outside and it's just kind of droopy outside you're kind of in that like you know hang the head hang the shoulders kind of mood and um some people love rainy days and I do too but it's um there's just kind of a mood change and I I get that same feeling when it gets dark outside so early so I've really enjoyed this routine of like getting up early and um and just segmenting my day and being on that schedule I feel like the past couple days I have um been staying up really late a new video game came out and I wanted to play it with my buddies and um and so I was you know staying up till 1 2 a.m and then I was sleeping till like 10 30 11 11 30 even and I would just wake up and I'm like oh I broke out of my schedule and there was just like this this mental game that I was playing of like ah like it I just didn't feel right it was kind of a downer waking up and it was like oh well the day is already gone so I guess like Let's just stay in bed, you know, and um, also I I feel like when I have a reason to get up, you know, when I'm, let's say I wake up at eight o'clock and I have nothing to do, then I'm going to probably sit in bed for an hour on my phone and then I'm like, well, I could have been doing something else there. Um, Whereas when I know that I have to go to the gym, um, it really, it it pops me out of bed when I, when I have something to do, you know in the morning, um, and it really kickstarts my day for me, 
um, because, well, for me, it's like I go to the gym with a friend and I, you know, I tell him like, oh yeah, I'll be there in the morning. And I've always been a person that if I say I'm going to be there um, or like, oh, we make a plan to hang out or something like that. If I don't follow through with that, I feel really bad. Um, and so, you know, the mornings were like, I wake up late and I'm like, oh shit, sorry, dude. Like I miss, I miss the gym or whatever. You know, I know it's not that big of a deal because he's going to go anyways. Um, cause he's a gym buff, but I'm just like, ah, you know, like a, I'm bummed that I didn't get to go and B, uh, you know, it's just, I, I told him I'd be there and I wasn't. And that's just kind of a negative correlation for me. Um, so I, I found that you know, and I'm not saying that it's the gym for everyone or, you know, whatever, but I I do feel like there might be a correlation between just having something to look forward to in the morning to kind of kickstart your day. Because um, there's de- like the days that, you know, I do miss the gym or I, I don't have the gym. I'm, and I've never been a gym buff. I've never really been that into it. But, um, you know, I wanted to stay healthy and get in shape and um and, and so the days that I miss it or the days that I don't go it's kind of like ah oh, like I didn't really have that motivation today um so I've definitely found that like having that thing to do right in the morning um for me is a, a head clearer and just really dusts off all the cobwebs um I get to look forward to my morning coffee and just makes makes the day so much po- more positive for me um, there's no, there's no slouch on those days. Even, even the days where like, sometimes I get up and I go and then I come back and I take a quick little two hour power nap. Um, I still am like, okay, well we got plenty of time and I, I did a bunch of stuff. Um, so I, I just had been realizing that this week cause last week I missed the gym a couple times and just was waking up late and was like, yeah, I don't, there was just a, there was such a switch in my head of like, um, the, the vibe was off and there was definitely something of like, ah, and I was just noticing that I was on those days I was crabby and I was, you know, getting in fights with my roommates and I just didn't have that, um, I didn't have that spark that day and kind of that motivation. Um, so I'm trying really hard to stay on that schedule and, um, I, I recommend that you, you know, everybody listening finds a schedule. And like I said, I'm not saying that everybody's got to be a nut and get up early like me. Um, that's ridiculous. Some people just don't work that way. Um, but definitely, you know, whether that's, you do wake up later and then you stay up late, but you, you designate time, um, in the day to do, you know, do the stuff that you got to get done. I just, I think that it, um, even if that's just schoolwork, you're like, you know, at 11 o'clock schoolwork time, whatever. I, I think that it just makes kind of the, um, when you do that stuff and you stick to that schedule, I found that there's just a kind of self in uh, self indulged like um, I can't think of the word um, kind of like a, uh, like a pat on the back. Like there's just this feeling of like I did something today, and uh, I think that that um, is great. I think it boosts boosts uh, boosts the uh, self esteem a lot. Um, and I think that that's, you know, especially in today's day and age, that's something that I know I struggle with. And I know a lot of people struggle with, you know, the confidence and the self-esteem. And um, and that's just kind of the culture that we're in right now, unfortunately. And uh, I would love to see that change. Um, and I think that that can change with everybody, 
you know, kind of just realizing that you you can you can control those things in yourself. You definitely can um, can boost your own self esteem and boost your own confidence. Um, and that's not you know, and if for some people that's looking in the mirror every day and be like, you're hot or like you're you know you're awesome or like you know whatever it is that you aren't feeling comfortable about or like you're smart after you get get that a on a test or something um i know that what i've been working on i found out that um i i I didn't find out but i realized actually it's it's an interesting story so i played in a uh, disc golf tournament this summer and after like i hit like after i like throw a bad shot or after i do something bad i always am like oh come on palmer and i talk about myself in the third person um and you know like ah oh, come on we got to be better than that or like damn it palmer you know things like that and i I've, I've done that for as long as i can remember i don't really know when it started but this guy that i had never met before you know we were just playing in the same group for the tournament um he was like have you ever noticed that like he's like why do you always just talk uh, like talk to yourself in a negative way He's like, you know, you've had some good shots and you're never like, hey, let's go, Palmer, like great shot. And it was a really kind of like out of body experience to be having this conversation with somebody that I had just met, you know, an hour prior. Um, and so I, you know, it's, it's, it feels really weird to do, but um, I, I've been trying to like when I do stuff well I, I I try to talk to myself in the third person um, or at least think about myself in a more positive way. You know, um, I do it at work a lot. Like if I mess up or like, you know, I have to go get a manager because I type something in wrong or just like whatever. I spill a drink and, you know, it doesn't happen often, but it has happened before. Um, I'm always like, ah, come on, Palmer. And so I've, I've tried to on like on like a good shift if I'm really in the rhythm of it and we get through it and. Um, you know, it feel, feels like we're on top of our stuff and I can just stay, stay in there for a second. I'm like, you're having a good shift, Paul. I'm like, great job. Like, and like, you know, I'm walking to my car afterwards. I was like, let's go ball. I'm like, you know, I, I, I try to say it out loud and it, it, it feels really weird and it, it still does. And it did, especially at first, but there, I definitely am finding this correlation between like this self, um, Gosh, I just can't think of my words this morning. Um, this self positivity um, and just kind of like this self um, um, amping up, and I, I can't think of words. But you know, I, I I've found that there's this this strong correlation between it, and I still am more harder on myself than I am positive. Um, but I think that I've made big strides in. Um, bringing it towards the median um so you know if anybody listening does that too and they feel like they're harder on themselves than they are positive um i would encourage you to as weird as it sounds like you know whether that's just like thinking about it or saying it out loud or you know however whatever that looks like for you um really focus on the 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 positive things that you're doing in the day and and the and the good things that you're doing um I've been doing that a lot. Um, if you if you listen to this week's episode, um, you know that uh, I talked about how I'm in an improv class, and 
I took the improv class at first um, simply because a I love improv and B I was like this is gonna help my acting it's it's a it's a part of acting that I've never um, never done before sorry I needed to get a sip of the coffee um, it, it's a part of acting that I've never done before but also I I know kind of where um, my uh, I know my strengths I know my weaknesses in acting and one of my weaknesses definitely is that on the fly wittiness um, simply because I'm I'm scared that what I say will be wrong or what I say will be dumb because um, if you ask any of my friends you know in a normal conversation um, I mean a lot of you may be listening and they you know that I, I can be witty and I kind of just say the first thing that comes to my head um, and don't you know if if the joke misses, I'm just kind of like, well, mm, you know, joke missed. And I, I actually make fun of myself for that sometimes. You know, I'll say a joke and um, my friend will be like, what? And I'll be like, oh, nothing. I just tried to make a bad joke and it didn't work. Um, and then move on with the conversation, you know. And But when it comes to, like, acting, I, I, I'm very fearful of that. And so I, 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 took, it, I took this improv class and I've actually – found out that it 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 translates a lot to life as well not just acting um my therapist even is like i'm really happy you're taking an improv class i recommend that you know a lot of, like a lot of my patients take it or a lot of the people that i talk to, to you know do improv because i think that it's a great way to get out of your head and just feel more in your body and feel more in your emotions um and so this week in class uh, I there was just this little anecdote that the teacher told that I felt was very helpful to just life in general. So I thought I would share it with you guys. Um, she, she 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 wow that was bad. Um, she told this story of um, she told this story of this kind of this like father of improv. Um, I can't remember his name, but he he was one of the people that kind of started the um modern kind of more modern way of improv and the the thing about improv is you're taught that just say the first thing you know and also always say yes there's day one you know you learn it's yes and so if somebody throws you an idea in the scene it is yes and do this um so but but you can't do yes but right a there's no no's and also there's no yes buts for instance you know i'll give you an example because i i did this in my first class um he we were we were doing this game where you give gifts and so he gave me a gift and i opened it. i was like oh thank you for the shoelaces because i think we decided that we were like track teammates or something like that and I was like, oh, thank you for the sho like the shoelaces. He's like, ah, I know you love the color pink, so I got you a hot pink or whatever. And he's like, oh, like put them on. And I was like, oh, I don't want to mime this. So I said, oh, well, I have red shoes, so I don't know if they'll match, right? So that was the yes, but I took what he said, and I was like, I'm acknowledging it, but I'm not going to move forward with the scene in that direction. Uh, and that's what you don't want to do. You want to go yes and, right? And so I, I learned through that, you know, it's, it, 
a lot of the improv is just continuing to go. Don't don't stop the movement. Just if it comes to your head, it's a it's the right choice. There's no there's no wrong choice. There um you know, not everything's going to land, not everything's going to hit. Um some things may go over people's heads, but that doesn't mean it was a bad choice. So she talked about um this guy was talking about how um, there is a flow of improv and a flow of life, right? And to explain that, in in anything you do, right, whether it's, let's say, acting or dancing or sports or anything you do in life, if you are self-conscious while doing something, you aren't actually in the flow of that thing. I'm just going to call it the flow of life. If you're self-consciously thinking about, let's say, let's use sports as an example, right? If I'm in the middle of a game and in the middle of the play, I'm like, oh, I'm about to like, should I do this or should I do that, right? It's not, there's, there's this natural ability to take your first instinct and there, and if you're self-conscious and thinking about it, you're just not in the flow. And so I started to think about this, right? And something that I do a lot is I I tend to look back on conversations or interactions um, of the past and think about how, you know, I think about these conversations that I had. I'm like, ah, oh, that was embarrassing. Or like, oh, that was awkward. Why did I say that? Or why did I tell that joke? Or, you know... I should have done that. And one of my anxieties is is driven from a self-confidence issue. And so I am very much attached to what other people think of me. Um, and that's something that, you know, I'm, I'm working through. And I think a lot of people probably struggle from it. But um, so... So I, I look back at these conversations, I'm like, ah, was that weird? Or like, ooh, should I have said that? Or like, ooh, why was I like that? You know, because I want so desperately for those people to be like, oh, he, you know, this is what we think of Palmer and we, I want them to have a positive outlook on me and I don't want that awkward interaction to happen. And there's a quote that, you know, um, that I don't remember the exact quote, but it, it goes something like, you know, your most recent interaction with your friend didn't change their perspective of you. And I have to remind myself of that a lot. Um, you know, I have friends of, of many years and I still look back and I'm like, ah, oh, did they think I was weird for that? And it's like, no, this one interaction did not change who they think I am as a person. They know who I am. And, um, you know, and also I can't know what they're thinking in that moment. Maybe they weren't even paying attention to what I was saying because let's be honest, I talk a lot. So I would, I wouldn't judge anybody if they just drowned me out at some points, but I, I, I tend to look back and just think, you know, oh, why did I say that? Or why did I do that? Or this and that. And I always, you know, I always tell my therapist, like, I wish I could be in those moments and say like, oh, don't say that, or like, oh, don't do that. So then I can filter myself in the moment so that I don't have that afterthought, that anxious afterthought of like, ooh, why did I say that? Or like, what did they think when I said that, right? 
I always say like, I wish I had that filter in real time. And so when the teacher was talking about this flow of life, I started to realize that like, that would be if I if I had that filter real time, right? Of like, ooh, that might be weird or that might be awkward. That would be me being self-conscious in the moment. And when I do these things, when I say these things that I might feel as awkward or I might feel as weird or embarrassing, right? That's just me being myself. And that's me being in the flow of life. And that is, I say those things because that is the first thing that comes to mind. And I feel like it's funny or I feel like it's relevant to say and I am, that's just who I am as a person. Those things that I do and those things that I say is who I am. And so I started to realize that like, you know, the, the thing that I need to work on is not actually having that filter in real time. But the thing I have to work on is those afterthoughts, I just need to become okay with like, no, like you were just in the flow and that is who you are. And so even if let's say those people did feel awkward or feel weird or whatever about that thing, and obviously don't ever make somebody feel uncomfortable or weird or awkward, that's never what I want to do either. But A, most likely they didn't feel that way. That was, you know... That's probably me um, inflecting my own fears into the um, past interaction. But also, like, even if they did, like, that's who I am in that moment. So I can't judge myself for that. And whatever they think, they're going to think. And that's not, that's not something that I can control. What I can't control is being okay with that's who I am in that moment. Um, you know, and I think that being happy about who I am in that moment is the next step. But I think the first step down that path is just being okay and cognizant of like, no, like I don't want to change that moment anymore because that was me in the flow of life. That was me in the moment. And that was my most natural and most authentic self coming out. And if I can be okay with that, that afterthought no longer causes me the anxiety. And I would say that that's where a lot of my anxiety stems from is either thinking about past interactions or thinking about the future, right? And it's the same thing for thinking about the future. If I think about the future too much, which I can't control, right? Then in those future moments, there is a fear that I may be missing something authentic because I'm trying to write my own path because I want to get to somewhere very specific. The more I think about the future, the more specific my future gets and that will take away the authentic moments along that path. Obviously, there are things you want to do in the future. There are checkpoints and there are goals that you want to hit and you have to do some things and you have to be cognizant of some things to hit those goals. And I can't say enough how important those goals are. But for me, when I think about the future, I start to kind of become in a lull of the present because I've built up this future to be this like fantastical thing 
this very specific and very fantastical thing that like I want to get to, which makes the present less. Um, I, I I don't I don't enjoy the intricacies of the present as much because I'm trying so hard to get to this make believe future that I've built up, which I may get there someday, but that is not where I'm living right now, and so I need to. You know, I can't be thinking about where I want to go at all times and like be that self-conscious. I need to let my authentic self be in the flow of life and hit those checkpoints. And then I will be more happy with myself and just be more happy in general in the present. If I'm not, you know, if if I'm not worried about being self-conscious in those moments to make the exact right decisions, but instead for the past be, okay, hey, I was myself in that moment and I'm okay with how I was in that moment because I'm okay with who I am and what I'm like. And also for the future, I'm okay with who I am, so I trust myself in those moments to be authentic and if I am authentic it will get me where I want to be in the future or if I am different you know if my fantastical future that I built up ends up being different than what my realistic future is I'm still okay with it because I'm I am myself in that moment and this is all very you know I I realize when I say this it's like oh yeah that sounds all great and, you know, I'm not saying that I'm even close to getting there. That's not, that's not it. This was, you know, this was a thought that I had and I can continue to tell myself this all I want. But I think we all know that in the moment, it's very hard to, sometimes A, it's very hard to control your brain and your thoughts, right? Um, but B, like things come up and we can't always be this positive and this foreshadowing and this you know um just i mean i'm being self-conscious in this moment right um so i think that it's definitely a thought and it's something that i know is going to take a lot of work to get to where i want to be with it but i'm happy to be having this thought and at least i don't know there's just something about like having this thought process that makes me feel comfortable right and as you guys can tell I am a I am an upstairs thinker everything is goes through the brain and then is recycled and the thought comes back and I'm a planner and I'm a scheduler and I think that you guys can probably all tell that by listening to me talk and some people are more of a feel based and they don't you know they just kind of feel it out and uh, I you know that's completely I respect that too so Maybe none of what I've said is, you know, compatible to who you are and your living style and what makes you happy. And that's totally fine. Um, these were just thoughts that I had had in the past um, couple weeks. And so I thought that maybe maybe there's somebody that is like minded like me that would um, enjoy these thoughts. And like I said, this isn't me, you know, having all the answers because God only knows I do not have. Sometimes it feels like I have none of the answers. But 
it was a very interesting intellectual thought to have and I um what thinking about it made me um excited and made me happy so I thought that um I would I would share it and maybe um relay that to you guys um and see see if it was hitting anything um you know like I said earlier the food for thought you know if you guys wanted to chew on it for a little bit um that was a food pun but yeah um you know like I said these episodes um are I don't know how long they're going to be and I don't know how often they're going to come out I'd like to do them often um but it's all really going to depend on you know I don't want to make I don't want to force myself to be like oh I need something deep to talk about with these people every week you know um I don't want it to be like that I want it to be authentic so um you know and I'm hoping that if I am cognizant of it like oh like you know maybe it'll make me realize those little intricacies more and maybe that'll help me and help you guys um through just your journey of life so um like I said uh you know we'll we'll see where this goes but i uh yeah i just i the flow of life was a concept that i learned this week and i found very interesting and uh i thought i would share with you guys thank you guys so much for listening to this episode um i know i rambled a little bit and struggled with some words a little bit um and that just tells me that maybe i need an extra cup of coffee before recording these, but it's called Tired Minds for a reason, um, and I appreciate you guys uh, listening all the way through. Um, I really just appreciate the support, and let me know uh, what you guys thought about this episode, and uh, if it's something that interests you guys to hear more of. Um, Either way, thank you, and we'll see you next time.